0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: So as we often discuss, we get emails from all over the place. This one came from uh, the Indiana Attorney General. Um, first, it's St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I, I, I will... Possibly be somewhere uh, having a, a a beverage later. Possibly, but then again, possibly not. I don't know. I don't know. I I all I know is I saw people yesterday after the beefsteak at Saint Elmo's and all the Saint Elmo's properties. Um, uh, can I can I just say uh, for for the for the record, you're um, you're you're your, your grown men. Handle your liquor. Just saying. What is, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm going to get yelled at. Oh, I'm going to get yelled at. It's going to be so good. Worth it. People seem to have a very, very good time. Very good time there at the beefsteak. Uh, I like when people have a good time. I may imbibe, but I hope you're having a. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day, uh, and and, it, and it's uh, a patty with a D, not with two T's. Don't say St. Patty's Day with two T's, otherwise you're terrible. Uh, but uh, uh, you can go to Indiana Unclaimed and find out if you've got money waiting for you. And so that, that's why they sent the email. Cause like sometimes there'll be like a settlement on something you don't even know that you're a part of it. And you've got like 12 bucks waiting, or there was a refund owed to you and you didn't know it. And there's like $42 there. So go and check that out. Uh, Indiana gov is where you go. The popcorn moment. Let's do the thing. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. Um, I have been discussing with you that Corrine Jean-Pierre is not good at her job. She's actually quite bad at it. As far as um, White House press secretaries go, she's terrible. And everybody knows that she is terrible. She does not answer questions. She reads from a binder and that's all she does. Well, it's not just her. It's that the press has noted that Joe Biden, when they have these press avails, when he's uh, meeting with a foreign leader and they're there in the in the Oval, he doesn't take questions. The staff screams at the press to leave. I mean, literally screaming and pushing them out. And Biden sits there grinning like a freak. He loves the power. That's obvious. The press has had enough and they let Corinne Jean Pierre know how unhappy they are.
0: But again, this is coordinated. That's not true. He's answered questions. It's not here's shouted us to get out. I hear you guys. I hear you guys. I hear you guys. Um I look The 2 plus 2 is something that is done in coordination with the country that is visiting. That is not something that is unilaterally decided, decided. that is something that is in discussion with the other country. I was asked about the 2 plus 2. I, was also, I also was adding that uh, there is an opportunity where press will be in the room with the two leaders. Uh, I cannot speak to if who's going to take questions or who's not going to take questions. Uh, as you know, this is a president that takes shouted questions often, but the two plus two is not a unilateral decision. It is a, a decision that happens uh, with the visiting country uh, in coordination with them. With that, guys, I'll see you.
1: She's referring to when it's the two world leaders there in, in, in the Oval Office. He doesn't take the questions. And the idea that he does is is mythology. Taking a question doesn't mean he takes questions. If in 47 of these he doesn't take a question, but in one he does, you can't say, well, he takes questions. He doesn't. This is a further example of the real angst that exists between the two. The difference is is that I had expected this to well overflow. I expected this to lead to an absolute upheaval, because the White House press corps is different than what we see in the mainstream media, and they are not going to be, well, to, to, to quote Glenn Close, I will not be ignored. They see themselves as different. And I was under the the impression that they would have much more angst towards Biden and and this team. That has not been the case. And if you say to me, well, it's because they're in the pocket and, and they're all beholden to the Democratic Party. I also don't believe that to be true. Not in, in in Toto. If you tell me about MSNBC or CNN or the Washington Post and New York Times, yes, of course. If you talk to me about in the room, I don't believe that to be true. So I don't know why they have not gotten more aggressive on this. But every time I see a moment like this, you see a bubble up, there comes a moment where it overflows. The overflow moment I want to see is when they're being screamed out of the, the Oval Office that the press screams back no and keeps answering questions and never leaves and literally pushes back. Let the Secret Service physically force reporters out of a room. Then we'll have something to talk about. But they're absolutely right. That the Biden team doesn't answer. If the Trump team did this, it would be a twenty-four-seven news cycle. It's always good to play that game. What if? And that's not about uh, you know what aboutism. That's about recognition that they have different standards. But I and this, the conversation would have happened from the chattering classes on MSNBC, CNN, Washington Post, New York Times, etc. I I would have expected more. Because the press corps sees themselves as different. They really do. Now, Mike Pence has been talking about January 6th and talking about President Trump. And the other day he was on with Larry Kudlow over there on Fox Business. And remember, Kudlow worked uh, on the Trump team and January 6th, of course, came up. Well,
0: look, there was a riot at the Capitol that day, and there were many causes. I, I do think that the president's reckless words that day uh, endangered uh, all of us that were at the Capitol. When I say my family, you know, my wife and my daughter were with me all the way until four in the morning the following day. Uh, but thanks to law enforcement, uh, we quelled the riot. Uh, we were able to reconvene the Congress the very same day and complete our work under the Constitution of the United States. But I'll let history be the judge of those matters, and the American people can each have their own opinions. But, uh, I truly do believe, Larry, that we did our duty that day. I, the Bible says he keeps his oath even when it hurts. I know something about that. Uh, I, uh, uh, I took an oath to uphold the Constitution, and, uh, by God's grace, uh, we did it that day.
1: Now, I think some people look at this and see it as a bit of a walk back from maybe his comments that that people have been quoting from the gridiron dinner, which is to to wonk out more more than anything else, right? That's political geekhood. Um, Trying to make it a little smoother in public. But what I also see is him growing in the confidence in this conversation that, that he's tested the waters. There's nothing else Pence that, that Trump can really do to him. He's fine with this now. He's fine with this. I did my duty. The president was reckless uh, in his words on that day. Notice how particular and, and clear he is on that to give himself room to praise Trump for the other things. This is This is right where he wants to be. Unfortunately for him, for a presidential campaign, that will not win him a primary. And I don't see him ever doing a top three. How that said, let the man run. See what
0: happens.